Hey, what up, y'all? It's your girl, Miss Finesse in the Flesh, coming to y'all live and direct. And you're listening to the Not From Concentrate podcast with your girl. Heidelberg in the Berg. building. On the line. On the line or whatever. For one time. Now, I want you to know that last week or a few weeks ago, it was all four of us. Because I keep saying all four of us are coming on. And it was. However, we had technical difficulties beyond our control. Sorry, y'all. It was something we couldn't control. So we couldn't put out an episode. And tonight, uh, we're missing two of our members. Look, I'm not even going to say next week we're going to have all four of us. Just when you listen to all four of us and we're on here, that's when all four of us will be on here. Right. But, yeah, me and Berg are holding it down once more. So, Berg, how was your day? How was your week past two weeks? You know, yesterday was Easter and all that good stuff. Yes. Let's, we've got to, like, wind it all the way back because our last episode wasn't able to post. So, I've got to rewind it back all the way to then. Oh, So, hashtag Lord. reverse. <laughs> um... No, I'm, I'm pretty good. Um, I had a couple of um, things take place in the past couple of weeks that have really, like, set me on track and made me focus on what I need to be focusing on, and that's music, you know? Um, mm-hmm. Last Monday, the 15th, was finally the end of tax season, and for those that don't know, I am a financial advisor with New York Life, and... Yeah, I was praying for tax season to be over, and I'm just as happy as happy can be. Yes, if you ain't got the taxes, you're screwed. I mean, you can file for an extension, but you've got to pay. And extension's over in October, so get that done. Um, but with that being said, um, like I said, I was focusing on music, and I'm utilizing my resources. Um I spoke last episode about going to see the saxophonist that I loved, uh, Braxton Cook, and we've been in communication. I'm hyped, like I'm pressed. Like, no, anytime, she is, y'all. Seriously, any, anytime that I message him, he messages me back, and I'm like, I'm pressed for real, for real. And like, my boyfriend told me that I'm getting obsessed, and I need to hop off of it. <laughs> but like, nah, I'm, I'm. I'm really, like, pressed. Not even on no low-key. Like, I'm really, really pressed. Like, I... We were communicating back and forth, and I was explaining to him that I'm a jazz musician, and he was like, hey, let me hear something. So I sent him something, and I realized my first mistake was, A, um, the most recent recording that I have of myself singing was five years ago, which is terrible. And, um, B, I don't have anything recorded... As far as, like, music goes, like, everything is video, mm-hmm. which is, like, terrible. Because then you, like, your sound is based off of the video quality. So I Did you I, send him the uh, song you recorded from your website that I did for you? No, I did not. I actually sent him um, an old YouTube clip. Um, I sang Summertime in Jersey mm-hmm. uh, five years ago at Jay-Z's mother's restaurant, Diamonds in the Rough in Newark. And, um... Yeah, he listened to it, and first he was like, I really like it, you have a great sound, and I was so excited that I didn't even bother to say, like, hey, do you have any tips, is there anywhere I can improve, and so a few days later, I contacted him, and I was like, um, hey, in all my excitement, I forgot to ask you what you thought I could improve on as a vocalist, 
And he was just mm-hmm. like, um, I thought vocally you sound great. Stylistically, you have to just hit more jazz clubs and get with jazz vocalists. He was like, you have all the ability. Just styling and choices would be different in a more straight ahead jazz environment. And then he like gave me a couple of places that I should stop by and like mm-hmm. drop in and listen to. So yeah, like speaking with him it really kind of pushed me. Like we're same age range, you know, granted this kid's been playing saxophone since he was like five. Like we even talked about that. I was like, How did you get into it? Oh, I picked up sax when I was five. Oh, I um was kinda like a nerd in high school, so all I did was music. Oh, I went to Juilliard for um college. <laughs> but then turns around and is like, yeah, but, you know, I'm just like every other musician. I, I doubt myself and I'm never the, the best musician in the room and you never want to be the best musician in the room. And I'm like, okay, so what part of your coattail do you need me to hold on to to take this ride? Because <laughs> that's how I feel at this point. <laughs> hey, put me on, shorty. Put me on. So how are you living, shorty? I'm in good, you know. Uh, what have I been doing? Like I said, just work, school work, working out. I'm getting, I bought myself a bike. I'm going to start cycling because I realized I, cover? uh, yeah, I got to because those bikes used to be so thin. I got too much backside for all that. Um, because, what was I going to say? I realize I hate running. I hate, cardio sucks. Well, for me anyway. I hate running and walking just takes too long. So I figured I'd just start riding a bike. I'm serious. Like in the gym when I do the bike pedaling thing, I be I be getting it in. But I hate just being stagnant. Like I just hate just sitting riding the bike. Oh, okay. You're trying to go yeah. places. And I got an electric bike. And people were like, that's cheating. I'm like, no, it's not because I did research. Basically, the electric part is like, say, if I'm going up a hill, if I'm going through like a very, very difficult area, it's just to give me like a little nudge, a little push. But I'm mm, still pedaling. Sounds I'm like still you're riding. <laughs> it's not cheating. Because it's not like it's, it's not like I'm not pedaling at all. Right, right. It's just to give you a little push. And exact, especially with me being so out of shape, me trying to get back into shape, that's what it's there for. And I'm just like, yes. So, um, that's what I'm going to do. And what else? Um, what have I done? I went to a... Uh, what happened in the last three weeks? Not much. I had a great Easter, you know. I sang so much yesterday, but, you know, amen, anyhow. Hallelujah, anyhow, anyhow. But, yeah, that's pretty much... I haven't been really doing anything extravagant. Um, yeah, no, nothing really too... Nothing like... I didn't meet Braxton Cook, and I didn't Wait, talk I didn't meet, with I've this... I've never met him. I would Wait, love what? to. I've never met him before. Like I went to his con. I've been I've been to two of his performances. We've spoke via um private message, but we've never met each other. Cause mm. I don't want it to feel like awkward. Like he's he's engaged and I'm in love, and I don't want it to feel like, <laughs> hey, um, <laughs> let's meet up and get to know each other better. <laughs> like, nah. That's funny. He's um, engaged and I'm in love. So. Yeah. I, just, I wouldn't want it to be that. <laughs> I wish you could see the, the smile that's on my face right now. Because it's funny. But, um, <laughs> because I'm, I dead thought you met this man no, at no, one of his performances 
that's why you was DMing him. No, well, look at technology, at y'all. That's no, crazy. No, you know how this all started. Um, his mm-hmm. first performance that I went to was in this really intimate space, uh, Rockwood Music Hall. It's a really intimate space. Um, it's like a bar type, standing room only, and I was like, the the stage had to be at, like ten feet. <laughs> like it wasn't it wasn't a huge stage, mm-hmm. and I was standing like. I made it all the way to the front of the stage. I was, like, at the foot of the stage. Like, if I wanted to, I can reach out and touch the mic stand. Like, that's how intimate of a space it is. And it only has, like, the lift might be maybe a foot or two off of the floor. So, like, literally, I could touch him if I felt like it while he was playing. Not even, like, oh, he's reaching out to touch. No, you're standing there. I can touch your kneecap. (laughs) <laughs> so that's how intimate of a space it was and I recorded it and I recorded all of the people who performed that um night not just Braxton but um yet Hope and um uh Bianca Muniz so I recorded mm-hmm. all of them and Bianca and Miet are a little less known than he is and so both of them like shared my story and commented oh thanks for coming and then once the show was over they both came out and um spoke their bands came out Braxton's band came out coincidentally though uh, in the middle of Braxton's performance, it became his birthday. So as soon as it was over, he was out. Oh, wow. So I, nobody, like, he didn't, like, meet and greet or anything like that. He didn't come out and speak to anyone. He, he like, dipped. But <laughs> I was able to meet his drummer. His drummer and I spoke for a little, his white guy, um, his bass player, his yes, guitarist. Drummer. I got to speak to um, all of them, yes, which was Randy. cool. <laughs> right so i got to see all of them which was cool and when i had posted um their videos in my story i tagged all of them so the way the conversation started with broxton um he like sent like the praising hands after i had posted all of the videos mm-hmm. from the show and i was like oh my god like i was really hyped because like I've, I've never been in this predicament where <laughs> somebody that i admire just like reached out out of nowhere like to appreciate like to thank me for coming to their show so I was mm-hmm. like, okay, um, what should I do in this moment? Let's let's take advantage of this. Let me tell you, you know, how much I appreciate what you're doing for jazz as a 20-something-year-old that's bringing this, this fresh twist to jazz. Like, when you think of jazz, people that, you know, aren't us, you and I, when you think of jazz, you think of, like, Ella Fitzgerald scatting or Etta James singing the blues. Like, they don't think of... Braxton Cook, who sings R&B and plays heavy saxophone over a, a jazz groove with a heavy bass, like they don't they don't realize that that jazz has evolved. And I was just really impressed to see how young the audience was. Like the the audience was filled with people our age. A jazz concert was filled with people our age. So I just loved it. So I like expressed how appreciative I was of him bringing like this new energy to jazz. And, you know, most musicians, when you start, like, talking to them, when you say certain things, like, I appreciate your technique and musicianship, immediately it clicks in their head, like, oh, you're one of us. Oh, let's talk now. Like, like let's really, let, let's discuss some things. Like, give me your opinion on stuff. So that's how that started. But, yes, I've that's, never mm-hmm. in my left life met this man. That's the power of social media. Look at that. Right. However, he does, if you want to come up, he has another show. Um, it's a full set in June. On June 13th is a Thursday on this rooftop in Brooklyn called Elsewhere. 
Um, he's doing a full set with a full band. I look forward to going. If you want to go, the tickets are $25. You know, just putting it out there. You know, I might, I might pop up and see the this Braxton P. Hartner Brig. What? You mean Braxton Cook? Don't play him like that. It was a... <sighs> for all of those who watch the Jamie Foxx show, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Don't play with him. So a lot of things, like I said, passed. You know, R.I.P. to Nipsey Hussleman. You know, I really wasn't a somebody who followed his career or anything like that. But definitely, I know he did a lot for the community, how I've learned. So... Um, R.I.P. to him. Um, I his I didn't get a chance to catch his his uh funeral. Did you see it, Brandy? No, I did not. Cause as I mentioned, I work in finance, and it was definitely peak of tax season. Yeah, I didn't get a <laughs> so. chance to catch it. I saw. I mean, I saw peaks on them Instagram, but I didn't get a chance to catch it. Right. But I heard I, it was you know beautiful. what? Though even the peaks that like came up, I I like you was never really a fan of Nipsey's music. I can't mm-hmm. actually tell you one song um, can I. that he made prior to his passing. Um, mm-hmm. I can't tell you what he did for the community prior to his passing. Mm-hmm. But since his passing, I've learned a lot of, about him. I've seen how he's influenced his community, how he's influenced our community as a whole. And I'm appreciative of that. And I am hurt that he's gone. Him just being a black man that's trying to do better. Like, not even as a rapper, because though I know he is a rapper, I don't know any of his music. So I don't necessarily know him as a rapper. Mm-hmm. More than anything, I know him as an activist slash socialite yes, that's slash what, mm-hmm. a, a, a person in the hip-hop community. Mm-hmm. So I am, of course, sad with his passing. I'm hurt over the fact that we've lost another great black man. Um but yeah, I because I didn't feel that emotional connection to him prior to his passing, I didn't really want to engage in the funeral. Like my outlet or my input when it comes to Nipsey is is mostly Lauren London based because that's who I know. So I hurt for her and I hurt for their their child and his children and you know, everything that comes along with it. I don't know, I just felt like because I didn't get to know him until his passing, mm-hmm. I'd be hurting myself by, you know, watching the funeral because I, I would be like, I'd be hurting and missing something that I never took the time to embrace. You get what I'm saying? hurting uh, i don't get that not not necessarily hurting but like sitting here watching this man's funeral like there's a lot of pain that comes with that like it's, it's mm-hmm. a level of discomfort i don't do funerals so like to sit here and watch his funeral having never um gotten to explore or know him musically or whatever the case may be i don't know i just felt like it's something that i didn't need to do Mm. Yeah, I didn't feel like I said I, I had off that day, but I didn't feel compelled to watch the uh, funeral because, like you said, I really didn't know him prior to his death, mm-hmm. and it's just like I know a lot of people really felt like people took that to heart and just you know I'm I'm I feel awful that a black man was shot for no reason and another black man did it. That's crazy. Um, but you know I do pray for his family in Jesus' name. Amen. You know, pray for Lauren London. Pray, just pray, and it's pray for his family and the people who were really affected by this, his mother, his sisters, his brother, all that. Well, I feel like 
the community in itself was really affected. Oh, the community mm-hmm. definitely in all of Los Angeles. They said like I was I I um follow some people from Los Angeles uh, Los Angeles, and they were just like it was just like a different vibe for a few days. Mm-hmm. It just like it just felt different. Like it's like when Tupac or Biggie died. That's the vibe people were getting. Mm-hmm. I'm just like whoa. So um, definitely, you know, uh, we lost a good brother, man. But you know, the marathon continues, and you know. Where he unfortunately had to drop the ball, you know, a lot of people are picking it up and rolling with it. So you can't stop greatness. Amen. Amen. Are there any um, <laughs> artists that have passed who you didn't really pay much attention to when they were here, but then became like a big fan after? No, I can't say so. Okay. There's not many artists who passed in from when we were younger till now who I can be like. Mm-mm. I try to give people their flowers when they're mm-hmm. alive. Okay. Like, I bet you're going to say Amy Winehouse, aren't you? No, Amy was the love of my life when she was alive and, oh. and continues love to be the love of my life, life. <laughs> after. That's my heart. Um, no, I was actually going to say, strangely enough, Mac Miller. Like, I did not take mm-hmm. any time out to appreciate this man's music while he was here. And when he passed, I know my sister liked him a lot, and she had this one song that she used to listen to all the time. It's called Objects in the Rear View or Objects in the Mirror or something like that. And, like, it's got, like, this soul vibe, and he's talking about how he leaves it all in the rear view, and he just keeps driving. It's a great song, and she used to play it all the time, and it's got, like, this live band sound. It's, it's like a heavy groove, and I like it. So I always sing along with it. And then I saw... Um, after his passing, you know, of course, when people pass, their, their music goes trending. And I saw he had a live album with the internet as his, um, house band. So I took the time out to listen mm-hmm. to it. And I'm like, oh my God, like, this kid is great. And then from there, I just started listening to, like, his past music. And then he's, his, um, I don't know, he just had so many albums that I was just like, oh my God, like, I was sleeping on him. Mac Miller is dope. Like, I get it. I never questioned why people liked him, but I always thought he was like a ha-ha-hee-hee kind of rapper. Like, I didn't think mm-hmm. there was, like, a lot of substance. But you can never judge a book by its cover. And sure enough, I'm 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 hurt. Like, when I, like, I, I didn't take the time out to get to know him until after he passed. And I'm, I'm legitimately hurt that I missed out on this person. Like, he's a, oh my gosh, he's such a beautiful soul with a beautiful mind. Like, yeah, so I, did, I didn't want to feel the same way about Nipsey. So I, I tried not to pay too much um, attention as far as his music goes. Because, you know, music is a whole different level. Yeah, I can, mm-hmm. I know, I know what he's done in, for the community. And I know, um, you know, what his legacy is. But as a musician, you know, you you and I both know as a musician, your true story is told in the music that you make. Mm-hmm. And it's like I didn't I didn't want to dive into that because I know, like, I'm legitimately hurt by Mac Miller's passing, and I never bothered to listen to one album until after he passed. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I can understand, but it's just I and I'm actually I'm grateful I haven't had that experience yet, yo. Like, I just there hasn't been anybody in music who well. I don't want to say there's a lot of artists I listen to who had passed that recently, like uh, Donnie Hathaway. 
he passed mm-hmm. away. And just some of his music is just so iconic, man. Like, just listening to some of his, his voice is just so sultry. And just some of his songs are just amazing. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, he was ahead of our time. Like, he wasn't releasing That's what I'm saying. There's nobody in my, generation. in our generation that I can think of. Like, I don't, I'm not, like, I don't even think I was affected by, not, I don't want to say I wasn't affected, but I don't feel like I grieved Michael Jackson or Whitney Houston or Prince. Oh, but no, it's not like I listen to them, her anymore. I've been a Whitney fan. Like, I remember, I can remember the days they passed though. Like, I remember I was at home when Michael passed and I burned a CD and I was jamming his music in the streets. Mm. And I remember when Whitney passed, uh, I remember I was at, um, at RA duty or SRA duty, one of those in the yards. And I remember Nakia, Randy, and Teresa came in. We and were in on college little, when she passed? We sure were. I remember watching her funeral. Oh, yeah. They um, had one camera. Two eleven eleven. Mm-hmm. And I remember that because Brandy put out an album, um, 211. And I remember Nakia, Randy, and Teresa came in, and we were just watching all her performances on YouTube, on our um, on the computer. Yeah, Teresa is a huge Whitney fan. I feel like she's like, yeah. like the biggest Whitney fan I know. And it's like, it's just crazy because it's just like, what? Whitney Houston? And it's just because it's like, they're old, but they're not old. It's like, like, R.P., when Aretha passed away, it's like, yeah, she was old. So it's like, you know, at this point, I feel like it's it's um, a relief mm-hmm. for her. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, if you're really, really old and you pass away, it's like, okay, well done. You've lived your you life. Come, like yeah, you, you lived your life. You're, you're accomplished. You've done the things that you set out to do. Now it's time to come on home. Mm-hmm. But for people to be like 50, even 60... I don't think is old, even though it's old, but it's not like old. Mm. It's just crazy. Like there was just a man at my church who we just he just passed away. He was ninety four, ninety four. Uh, a man who passed away last year, uh, Mr. Billingsworth Billingsley, excuse me. Man was ninety eight. Like these people are are old. They need to be you know put to rest. But 60, how old, when Whitney wasn't even 60, she was in her 50s, right? Yeah, yeah, but at the same time, you know, drugs would do that to you. Yeah, she did live a hard life, yo. Same thing with, um, I wouldn't say she lived a hard life. She lived a hard life with drugs. Yeah, that's what I meant. Like, I, I mean, but you don't life. know. Just because she had money doesn't necessarily mean she was, no, you I know. Didn't, I didn't say anything about it being money. Like, she grew up in a pretty decent family. Um... She, I don't know, I don't know, man. It's just, uh, like I, um, I don't know. I just don't sympathize when it comes to drug use, which is why, um, I don't. I'm, it's, I'm completely, um, being a hypocrite because I, I obsess over Amy Winehouse, but mm-hmm. Amy's, Amy's music spoke about her issues, and it's like you felt connected to her because you. You knew what she was going through because she let you into her world and she filled you in. With Whitney, it was like a huge, like, slap in the face. Like, I don't know. Like, remember when um, Demi Lovato overdosed and they sent her mm-hmm. to rehab and all this other stuff and everybody's like, oh, you praise Demi Lovato, but you all talk bad about Whitney? It's not the same thing because Whitney made a mockery of herself. Herself. Whereas mm. Demi... No, hear me out. 
Mm-hmm. Demi publicly battled with depression, publicly battled with um, eating disorders, in and out of rehab, always, you know, is a huge advocate for mental health. It's not like people were like trying to make it a black and white thing. And it's not. It's a she's a musician who lets you in compared to man made like manufactured like Whitney is a voice. If you ask anybody about Whitney's personality outside of her being this voice and having this persona, everybody's going to immediately remember crack is whack and other shenanigans (laughs) that came along with her drug crack. Like, crack is too cheap. <laughs> Whitney Houston. <laughs> no, but like, you get what I'm trying to say? There's a, <laughs> there's a difference in like, in like musicians who are hurting and going through things and, you know, putting it into their music and their fan base being so in love with them. That's why people are probably going to kill me. That's yeah, why. yeah, that's why I'm just, I'm just like, no, you, you I'm, put your own, you put your really own, they're really going to kill me because I'm getting you're gonna ready get to get slaughtered I'm and I'm ready to like, touch, uh, I'm getting ready to touch on everybody's favorite. Um, Whitney Houston, how for me, she has, there's no, her music doesn't, doesn't give a clue as to who she is. That's how I feel about Beyonce. Ooh, I'm just going to say it like she's talented. She's completely talented. Um, she works her behind off. Yeah. But I I, I have this debate all the time with people in the Beehive. So like people who know, like, yes, um, Beehive (laughs) do not come from not from concentrate podcast. That is not the feelings of not from concentrate podcast. And Brandy, you will drop your Instagram name at the end of this podcast. So people will know who to direct their attention to. That's fine. Like I said, she's ridiculously talented her work ethic is amazing she puts forth a lot of effort and you know she's one of the greatest performers of our time but y'all don't know nothing about her and i don't care what anybody says all this music oh well she's going through this and she's going through that nah if she was going through this and that you see this marriage this marriage looked more intact than ever before so i don't i don't believe half of the lemonade and the this that and that like whatever it's all persona to me like i i don't get much of any personality out of beyonce's music but i love her music (laughs) so whatever that's just how i feel with certain artists like certain artists they make music to make music they sound great um it's entertaining but other artists it's like they make music to touch your soul not to say that beyonce and whitney don't have songs that touch your soul but their catalog doesn't tell the story of who they are. Um, I beg to differ. Now, with Beyonce, mm, mm, I feel like she does have a lot of songs that you know really speak to who and who she is. Like, yeah, but we she does her own music. Castles. So, um, she does. She has written a lot of her own. She doesn't write everything she says, but that's what writers do. They read writers also. Tell me how you feel. Tell me what you feel. Yeah. And they can create songs. But here's the just thing. Just because you don't write a song that you sing doesn't mean it doesn't. Like, to the left. Just because she didn't write, I mean, Irreplaceable. Mm-hmm. You don't think she didn't mean that stuff that she was saying? You can get your. I'm certain she, she did. But it's, I don't know. It's just different to me. Because it's like. And mind you, I'm not in say, the beehive. I'm not. At, I'm not a. Oh, Beyonce. I'm not. Yes, Mother God. I'm, I'm not that type of I'm person. I'm behind Jason. I'm behind Jason. I love her music. And I'm always down for her music, um, except for her last two albums. Like, everybody, like, 
is like fainting over formation and no that wasn't her best music to me but either way like like it drives mm-hmm. me crazy like um everybody's like oh beyonce writes most of her music this and the other beyonce's name isn't lo- listed first on most of her songs so she doesn't write most of her music that's that's just a that's just a fact and it's not to discredit her i just feel like why why even put that out there if that's not what you're doing like she talks about um one of her documentaries, she was talking about how the beat for Partition came on, and it felt like t- too short, and she started freestyling. But Justin Timberlake and The Dream are credited for writing that song. So it's like, what What are you talking about? I don't know. Okay, but you don't have to be a great writer to be a great artist. No, you don't. Not at all. I'm just saying, as far as personality-wise, like there's certain artists that you feel their personality through their music. And a lot of that comes from them really writing their own music. I mean, I agree, but I also disagree because I feel like if I'm a writer and say if I've been, especially in a band, like say if the drummer or somebody writes a song and the lead singer sings it, doesn't mean this, the, the, maybe that was a bad, that was a bad thing. I do, I don't feel like, I, I understand what you're saying. I totally get what you're saying. How you have to put your own emotion, you have to put your own feeling, your own thoughts into a song. But I also don't think that somebody else can do that for you. Now, 9 out of 10, most people don't do that for you. But like like I said, when it comes to irreplaceable, I feel like Neo captured everything Beyonce was feeling at that time when she was trying to say and was able to... Like, first of all, did you know Little Yachty wrote the song Act Up yes, by the City Girls? Really, really I said, right what? <laughs> I had to move my bang to make sure I could hear, hear things correctly. He, he, did, he wrote that song front to back. Like, I know. that song No, he said he, just didn't, he didn't write the last verse, JT's last verse. But I crack up. Have you seen the memes? <laughs> it's like Little Yachty right before he walks into the studio. Really? No, I haven't JT seen the memes. Big freaking hope I, it's like he's somebody who I really don't take Lil Yachty, Lil Boat. Lil I don't Boat. take him seriously. Like he's just a joke to me. I don't take anybody in my generation seriously. So. Nah, not a one. Nah, sorry, pimping. None the of these Uzis, Lil Pump, Lil Xan, Lil oh, Sky. I don't even know who YBN, Namir, YBN. All Gucci. these, all these acronyms. Yeah, I don't I do not take seriously. Herbo, like, Blueface. It, <laughs> yo, Blueface. Just can't just, catch a beat for nothing, yo. He's living proof that all it takes is a is a. But he doesn't care. He literally is. I forget. He was sitting on something. You, he's you like, know why he doesn't care? Because he's he's selling. Because he somebody have is buying to. it. Somebody is buying it. I and said he doesn't have to. Yeah. The like the the fact that this whole song. That's why I hate when people be like, you know, you're old school and young. We, you know, y'all always trying to, you know, push your ideologies on us. I'm trying to push on you that you should actually care about something that you're putting out into the world. Yeah, it's different for us, though, because, you know, because we're, we're musicians. It's automatically different for us. It's not even that I'm a musician. It's just you you're literally saying I could care less about the content that I'm putting out. I don't care about my job but as know, long as somebody. He doesn't just, have to because clearly somebody's buying it. Like, you get what I'm saying? Like, I don't have to care about what I put out, I don't gotta care about the content. Somebody's buying it. If somebody's buying it, then I'm doing something right. Because most of these people are only in it for the money. You get, like, literally, his hook is, bust down, Tatiana. I want to see you bust down. 
and that plays all over the place. People go crazy as soon as they hear it. Nobody knows what he's. Well, nobody cares to know what he's saying in his verses. He can't even stay on the beat. But every time that hook come up, bust down, Tatiana, you be hype. And that's all. That's all it takes. That's all it takes. <sighs> if I wanted Best to just be a famous, Fatiana. I just wanted to be a famous. Oh, girl, person. please! If I wanted to really just get money, I would be linking up with some no-name, stupid ad uh, artist around my way, write for them, and then be put on like that. Jesus, Man. like, come on now. What? You know how many hooks I would sing on somebody's little wax song and be ready to go. Like you can make as long as the beat is fire nowadays. There's literally nothing that you can't make hot. But I can be like clap on the song. That's it. It's all over. Like all you need is some sixteenth notes, (laughs) some fire snares, some popping kicks, a fresh hi hat, some bomb eight oh eight, and a heavy bass. And a heavy bass line. No, and a popping uh synth, and you'll be alright. Like what? I could. I don't know. What's what's something around me? Flashlight, flashlight, looking for my flashlight. That literally could be a chorus, and that can make that thing pop. Flashlight, flashlight, looking for my flashlight. Hey, 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 hey! Flashlight, flashlight, looking for my flashlight. That that low key was fire. Throw some acid on it. Look. Yeah. Hey, looking for your flashlight, trying to find a way. All these other hoes, please get out of my face. I just made a number one hit single. <laughs> yeah. Man, if it was only so easy. Like, I'd be pissed off when these little rappers be like, oh, yeah, I'm in the studio. Not these little rappers. These people from around the way that claim they want to do music. They're like, oh, I'm in the studio recording something. I'm recording something. And, like, it drives me crazy because, like, when I was in Baltimore, my boyfriend was like, you know, I have people that record. Like, if you want to get into the studio. And I'm like, no, he's like, well, he's like, why not? Like they record all the time. I'm like, no, like this is not the people I want to record around. This is not the vibe I want to record around. Remember Candace? Oh, I'm, I'm in the studio. <laughs> Candace, we, have, we gotta go to the studio, guys. Yeah, like, girl. Yeah, man. I know a lot of people who professionally have studio. Even me with my little makeshift studio in my room is better sound quality because it's like people don't want to invest. It's like people want all the. They don't want to invest. They don't want to invest money and stuff. They don't want to invest time and stuff. They don't want to invest uh, anything and anything anymore. Like y'all just want the fame and notoriety. You don't want to hone your craft. You don't want to sharpen your pen skills. You don't want to, you know, take time out to really re-record. Like there's a guy. He said he never records a, a verse more than once. Even if he messes up, just dub it out. I'm like, what? Right. That's just ridiculous. Ridiculous. But Ridiculous, know. say. It's just, oh, God. Yeah, come on, call on them because it's just like, what the f? And it's like you said, um, for us being musicians and people who actually care about music to the core that we do, it's just I don't even listen to the radio anymore. I can't, I can't. Like I listen to podcasts. Subsequently, I listen to songs that I like. That's why I'm like, I just ugh, radio is just ugh, ugh. And if I so happen, like I was while well, I was on Snapchat and I heard that riding on a uh, you got a horses in the back. <laughs> to be quite honest, the last three songs, Act Up, Horses in the Back, or Old Town Road, and uh, 
Blueface song, I only found out about them via memes. Yeah. Or somebody else's name. Like, I, I have not well, heard them other than. Okay. So Blueface, on social media. of course, I've heard that. I heard that through um, social media, and I started to play it one day. And the only reason why I ever even bothered to listen to the song is because Cardi has a remix, and of course, I got to listen to Cardi's verse. Um, and of course, she brought it to life. And and of course, this is just to go back to her, you know, not being a writer. There are people who don't write that you feel like you get their full personality out of their music. Cardi being one of them. Um, this feel like Cardi with the braids. Wrong song. That's twerk. Oh, girl, whatever. But either way, you know, um, so that song I heard through social media until Cardi had the verse and I went to go listen to it and immediately turned it off once he started not finding the beat. Um, Act Up, my sister loves that song. So the first time I heard it, I was in Virginia with her and one of my cousins, and they were both, like, so in love with it. And I'm like, can both of y'all shut up so I can hear the song? And I was like, this is giving me look back at me vibe. Like, it's not as raunchy as look back at me and it don't got the same subject, but I just love a ratchet song. So, you know, I was for it. And then um, Old Town Road, I heard that song when Billboard when Billboard um, took it off. They reported Billboard taking it off because it wasn't country enough. And then I just love the fact that Billy Ray hopped on the song to stamp it as country. Like, I love that. Like, it was like a huge smack in the face. Like, the king of country, basically was like this is a country song and i'm gonna hop on it and y'all not gonna take it off i love that but have you seen the meme that um it's miley cyrus and it's like miley cyrus's face when uh the black community took to her father better than her and he didn't have to compromise who he was mm-hmm. i didn't i didn't see it but i heard about it yes girl it's hilarious yeah miley her stupid and then you just be letting anybody up in hip-hop is that's a whole Another topic in itself, mm-hmm. exactly. Don't even get me yeah, yeah, but that that old because it's like I got the horses in the bag. Yeah, it's because dope. that song actually talks about something. It has a theme. It has a idea behind it. It has actual lyrics that are cohesive and they make a story. Mm-hmm. That's why I like that song and the beat flames like it got no. Hey, okay, this marquee, I see you. Ain't nobody tell me nothing. And I heard the little boy sing the song. Hold on, I think I can pull it up. What's his Lil Nas X? And then his name, the Lil Nas X. Like, come on, son, you you doing it too much with this name. But mm-hmm. he doesn't. He actually sounds like the song, which shockingly, that's something that actually happens. Still, people sound like the music that they actually put out over the airways. But here he goes. Oh, so he got issues finding beats too. <laughs> like he literally sounds like the record. Who the thunk? And he didn't try to do too much. I love when people don't try to do he too did much. Just enough. No, but so he got the worst. There's this group in, the in Baltimore named the Creek Boys, and the Creek Boys grew up um, like in the area where my boyfriend grew up. And so they had this one song on the radio, but they just did a remix to this song. <laughs> and it's about Baltimore. And it's hilarious. Hey, Baltimore. It's hilarious. But yeah. Mm. 
A Baltimore. A Baltimore. I just like saying that. So, come on, KG. Let's keep talking music. Because apparently this episode is all about music. They left the musicians to have a conversation. Seriously. So, this is what we are doing. We're trying to put y'all D. So, we done, we done gave y'all some Lil Nas X. We done told y'all who not to listen to. We gave y'all our opinion on who we do and don't like. Um... I introduced you all to Braxton Cook. Oh, by the way, so after posting all of his videos from the different shows that I've been to, I've noticed that our people in common have been going up. Hey, guys. Hey. Hey, friends that follow me. <laughs> Ready to Don't just be following <laughs> Braxton trying to get in a groove and like his music. Y'all know nothing about this. It's for grown folk. That's all. Uh, well, clearly they want to be grown because that's why they're following him, too. Whatever. Uh, so who are some, speaking of Braxton Cook, uh, somebody that not most people know, who are some underground artists that you feel like should get more notoriety? Ooh. Um. I'll go. I got some people who I want to try to put on. So first things first, I'm the realist. Ugh. Ugh. Unfortunately, when songs get stuck in the head, that's what happens. (laughs) Just for that, I'm cutting you off. Um, Lizzo just dropped a new album. And Who is this Lizzo girl? I keep hearing about her. KG, you there would love go. you some Lizzo. Lizzo is this beautiful, big Thick black John. girl. Yeah, and she played flute. She ratchet. Is that the girl who we going off on yeah, Insecure? Yeah, she, she was playing the flute and then did the shoot dance. That's Lizzo. Oh, okay. So I, I just pulled up her name. Yes. Her new album, Cuz I Love You. Is that what I need? Yes, brand new. It just came out last week. Oh, I'm loving this. T- oh, I'm loving this cover. Can can yeah, we get into this cover? She's oh yeah, she's bomb. She's I'm downloading bomb. it now. She will have you all the way feeling yourself. And her last album, what her last EP called Coconut Oil, girl. Okay, for the, the fact that it's called, it Coconut, called Coconut, Oil. Coconut Oil. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And she's got her song Truth Hurts. You need to get into that. That's a single. Um, my other, my favorite song on Coconut Oil. Excuse me. And the lyrics to the hook is, um, I'm not even gonna sing it. And she's like, um. I'm downloading it right now. What? Excuse I got me? some work cut out for me. Yeah, no, oh. coconut oil. She goes, she says, I don't need no body else. Excuse me while I feel myself. I'm like, yes, girl. Come on, talk about the self love. I love her. I'm okay, all the way tweet. here for Lizzo. Tweet. No, no, no. No, not that kind of self love. Like actual self love. I don't need nobody oh, okay. else. Excuse me while I feel myself. Like, I got this. Oops. <laughs> yeah, not not like tweet. But all right, so you give somebody, I'm gonna give somebody. Okay. Somebody who, well, I don't want to say she's not known, but she needs to get her just due is JoJo. If y'all yes. know who JoJo is, yes, I'm telling you, JoJo has been slept on. I'm like, what is do you wrong do with you? Know, people? last year she re-released her first and second album. I surely do. Yes. Sounds. When you amazing. just give somebody time to grow and do music how they want to do it, oh come. Her voice is. She didn't yeah, get her roses. Yeah, she yeah. need. She doesn't get her just due because mm-hmm. they try to put all the little girls who came out around that time in like late nineties to some little pop category. And JoJo is not a pop singer. Right. This is not Mandy Moore. She just came out with a song with PJ Morton called uh, "Say So." Say just say so. I will definitely, uh, look, into uh, 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 definitely look into it. Hold on, I'm about to play that. 
No, you can't. If play you it. love me, yes, you can a snippet, girl. We ain't uh, advertised friendly yet. We ain't getting no advertisements <laughs> yet, so ain't but no money gonna be pulled from us. Have you heard JoJo's um cover of Anita Baker's Rapture? I have not. I need to listen oh to it. My. Uh, so she's got whatever. What um I'm trying to think of what EP that was. She's got a song about Andre 3000 because she loves him. Um, the, uh, yeah. But on that same um what's it called? On that same EP, she's got. A remix to um not a remix a cover of um rapture and she kills it like she does yeah jojo is beastie she's beastie all right i'm just gonna play a little snippet y'all hold on just so y'all can get the vibe Jojo's always dope. That's all y'all get. That's all y'all get. That's all y'all get. So y'all get. <laughs> Wait, I want to actually do Jojo's verse. Hold on, a little bit of her, just by herself. Hit. Yeah, Jojo's Jojo's mean. But you know who else sings down? It's another white girl that sings down. Jessie J. Yes, Jessie J does, but she's more mainstream. Um, Jessie J's mainstream? Yeah, she is. She had that bang bang. Yo, you ever heard her sing bang bang acoustic? No. Okay. I oh my God. But KG, there's a video of Jessie J. <laughs> and she's performing it. Um, at El- on Elvis Duran, which is a radio uh, thing thing. Hold on, I'm gonna pull it. I got you. I'm gonna pull it up for you right now, girl. Since we're doing snippets. CJ, were you yeah. gonna say uh, Yoda? Not Yoda. What's the girl? What's the white girl name? Uh, oh, I was gonna say um, Tori Kelly. Yeah, what well, Tor- Tori Kelly? She's not not known. Like she had Vine on lock. To Tori Kelly can sing like she really like I don't like saying this but she can really sing like a black woman <laughs> like for real for real. Let's not say black woman. Let's say she's got soul. Sis got soul. No, she can sing like a black woman. Like this, <laughs> uh, Adele has soul. Adele can't sing yeah, like a black yeah, woman. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Okay. Tori Kelly you. can sing like a black woman. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. You okay, mind. but okay. Now I have to I have to get into this Jesse J Bang Bang acoustic. Can you play it while you're on your headphones? Um, yes, seeing as my headphones are plugged into my computer and my phone is in my hand. Oh, you're on your phone. Okay, okay. Yeah. So, hold on. I've got to find the perfect spot. Now I'm going to fast forward it to the best part. Mm-hmm. Come on, girl, get to it. Listen to this. Mm-hmm. She's busy. 
BC. Okay, okay. BC. Uh, okay, Jesse. Jesse said, I ain't going to play with you hoes. At all. I ain't going to play with you hoes. And while you were doing that, I pulled up JoJo. I'm just going to play a random snippet of her singing the Anita Baker cover. And let's see what happens here. Yeah, she, she, she bodies it. Wait a minute. Yeah, girl. She gets into it with the heavy groove. Okay. Wait a, wait a minute. What? Yes. Joe, what, what Joe is going on Anna here? Noel Blagden kills it. Okay, it's too much because I I, I won't yeah, turn the song yeah. off. We, I gotta stop. Gotta turn it off. We gotta stop, guys. Let me watch later. Watch later. Uh, nah, you have to hear how she flips it. Every time she every time she gets to that part, she flips it differently, and it's like, why? Why are you so amazing, girl? Yeah, watch later. I definitely put that on my watch later list. Mm -hmm. She's busy. Uh, what males are you digging on that are uh, underground, you think? Um, I know one. Well, I don't want to... Okay, underground slash not known yet because... Somebody that you just think needs more notoriety. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Masego. Hands down. Never heard of him. Oh! <gasps> Heidel friggin' Berg. Oh, my gosh. Never heard of him. Mas Masego. Uh, oh, actually, my friend Jen, shout out to Jen. She put me on to Masego... Uh, uh, like a few months back, back like at the end of two thousand, um, uh, two thousand eighteen. And girl, you gotta, you gotta hear this. I need me a sugar mama. Oh, hold on, here we go. Listen, just listen. Oh no no. Here it comes. You better sing, boy. Listen. Listen. That's all you get. That's all you get. That's all you get. Okay. So text me his name. <laughs> Masego. He goes the frig off. You know who I like, who I'm getting into? Um, I've actually have two gentlemen for you. The first being mm -hmm. Major. I've heard of Major. Major has this this one mainstream song that this is why I love you. That song, you know mm. it. This is why I love you because no, you never heard that song before. You love me, you know. Uh uh. Okay, well that's his mainstream song. That's Major. that's been on the radio. It's called um, Why I Love You. It's I love it. His falsetto is extremely controlled, but. He's got this new song. Um, oh yes, I have. Called "Better with You" in it. I like that song a lot. He's got you can something in his voice seems to be classically trained because of the level of control that he has. It's just it's weird. Like not that his sound is weird, but his control and his technique. It's it's almost really like extremely clean cut. So it's like mm -hmm. you've had some sort of training somewhere, good sir. So um. Let's, let's fast forward this song a little. Mm -hmm. 
Oh, yeah, how round his vowels are. Yeah, He's yeah, trained. Yeah. Is he black? Yeah. Yeah, 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 he has a little island vibe to him. But listen to it. You gotta hear how he switches between his falsetto effortlessly. Like, it's just ridiculous. He he has, like, ridiculous control. His pronunciation is, like, flawless. Well, not his pronunciation, but his articulation. Like, his vowels are really, really open. So it just makes me feel like he um, is classically trained. But him, and I have one more for you that I really love, that people are getting to know based off of the fact that he's done, like, um, some, some, um, what's it called? EDM song, so like he's on a song with Zed, like he's the vocalist on a Zed song, you know, the DJ Zed, mm-hmm. and he's a vocalist on um, Avicii's song, um, this guy Aloe Black. Mm-hmm. So he's on, um, if you ever heard, he's like, he's got songs on the commercials, like there's a song, yeah, you can tell everybody. Go ahead and tell mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that song. So that's Aloe Black. So yeah, so he's um, Aloe Black. He's on the song. He does the song, The Man, that everybody knows from like sports commercials. I'm the man, I'm the man, I'm the man. But mm-hmm. this man can sing his behind off. Good Lord. So yeah, so Aloe Black, um, his voice has been on a couple of commercials. And oh, you know what other song he's on? The So Wake Me Up When It's All Over. That's him yeah, singing. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, that's him singing, but it's the DJ song, so his name isn't on the song per se. Mm-hmm. But his voice is really dope. Like he's got a really soulful sound. I like it. He gives me like a uh, Anthony Hamilton vibe, sorta. Yes. Yes, because it's so raspy and so deep. Uh-huh. Yeah, he's really dope. But yeah, that's somebody that I think should be getting some more noise. Um, Somebody who I discovered a few years ago who I think doesn't get enough credit is a guy named James Blake. He's, I think he's an English artist. I'm pretty sure I, he is. I think I know James Blake. He made a song called Retrograde. Bruh, this song hits. And it doesn't hit in the way that you think. It doesn't, it's like, I'll just, I'll play you a snippet. Cause it's, hold on, you gotta hear it from the beginning. Cause the beginning is where it goes off. In the beginning, hold on, here we go. Pull the mic a little closer. Okay, here we go. Yes, I know this song. You do? Yes. Especially from that entrance. It's like, it, it gives me heavy Sam Smith. I, I would yes describe no. it. Yeah. I would give it more so. Uh, um, no, that's accurate. I'm honestly pretty sure that I thought this song was Sam Smith when it first started. <laughs> pretty sure. I just want to get to his little hum part and then I'll cut it off. It's just—it's just like so. Soothing. The instrumental hits, like y'all gotta listen to this song. 
That's it. That's all you get. That's all you get. Uh, yeah, man. Yeah, James Blake. I listened to a couple of other songs that he has. This man hit. Yeah. You know who else surprisingly had a good uh, little EP? And you're going to laugh at me for saying it. Sean Combs or uh, Christian Combs. I never bothered to listen to it. But he does have he, that one song over his dad's old beat that I think has a nice groove. He really, he has a good little, you know, a nice little flow to him. Um, what else was I going to say? Because I watched him on The Breakfast Club. First off, Diddy, you did a great job raising your kids. He's well-spoken. Mm. Boy has some sense about him. He ain't out here acting like he, you know... You know he comes from a place of, of, of privilege. But not only does he come from privilege, he understands where he comes from, who he is, and he's unapologetic for it. Like, he really talks really, really well um, for who he is. So I just gave his little album a listen. And it's not something that I would listen to every day because, honestly, I, I don't care about half the stuff you're talking about. But mm-hmm. it's not bad. Like, it really isn't a bad little little mixtape. So, you know, give Christian Combs some love, you know. Give him a little stream or whatever. Um, while we cross over to, you know, nice little hip hop vibe. Um mm-hmm. Diggy Simmons. And you know what that's what you know what? I literally just saw his face on my YouTube uh screen, which is what made me think to bring up Christian Combs. So get this though. Diggy First Simmons of Daniel out, is yeah, very he's, handsome. He's very handsome. Who the fuck that is kid? my show? So I love seeing him. I don't really watch. I've watched maybe three episodes of Grownish. You would like, and I've never watched the episode of Blackish. I um, because Chloe and Hallie are on there, and if you want to talk about talent, yeah, those girls are beastly. The kids are alright. It's an amazing album. That album is so freaking good, and I've been watching them since their YouTube days. Since YouTube, like back when it was Chloe and Hallie. Either you liked Chloe and Hallie or you liked Van Jess. Yes, I remember Van Jess. Yeah, Van just this little thing, but I'm a I prefer Chloe and Howie. Chloe and Howie, definitely. Because you know what? They're younger. They have a different It's not even that. Them. I feel like they their their synchronization, their harmonies are so in sync. It's because they're disgustingly talented. And, and Van Jess, they're they're folks. good singers. It's like Van Jess, they're good singers, but Chloe and Hallie are good musicians. They're mm-hmm, good artists. Mm-hmm. They literally said they write all their music themselves yeah. in their living room, just but chilling. Pause. Rewind. <laughs> really quick, back to Diggy. Before we go off on a Chloe and Hallie tangent, mm-hmm. Diggy put out an album called Lighten, Lighten Up. Yes, Lighten Up last year, and there's a song on it. I think I told you about it. It's called Love Yourself. Mm-hmm. And it gives off um, ambitious girl vibes. Ambitious really? Girl by Wale. Yeah, yeah. You know ambition how like ambition was every, an album. Ambition was an album, but ambitious girl. Ambitious, uh, ambitious, ambitious girl. Yeah, your drive drives me crazy. Yes, I want to lay with, with you, you, stay with you, stay with you. Yes, it gives vibes pray like with that. Pay your tuition and Listen, pray if you, if you ain't in tuition. Why? The name of the song is "Love Yourself." It Love gives yourself. that kind of vibe. Oh, look at yourself. Shut your behind up. <laughs> it gives that kind of vibe, but it's not the same. It's not myself. that kind of vibe and delivery, but not necessarily the same context. All right, let's take a listen. Ooh. Yep. Yep. Or you mad because you mad at A crazy question I'd ask. They've been fooling all the masses. 
from that iPhone screen glasses. Yeah. Oh, definitely. I get you ambitious, girl. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was cute. I'm going to listen to that later mm-hmm, on tonight. I mm-hmm, like it. Mm-hmm. But Kel and Big Wale is such an... He's freaking underrated. You know, Wale had an um, uh, EP was it earlier this year or late last year. It's pretty dope. Um, Give me two he, seconds. I can tell you what it's called. I think it's called Dummies for real. Um, but I'm going to tell you. He was hot when we were... I mean, Ambitious yeah, was yeah. a... People got ambitious, tattled them left and right. Like Everybody had ambition. But now it's like... I feel bad for him because he's the one person who's like, yo, I'm hotter than what y'all saying. Give me my But you know, but he credit. always gives me his credit. Roses. When the conversation is had about the generation, it's always Drake, Cole, Wale Kendrick, is Wale. never in the top 10. And he's no, are you kidding t- me? I mean, he's never in the top. Give me your top five albums from the two, from 2000 to oh, now. Oh, stop it. I can't give you that. I, Not albums, I, rappers. I, I, I can't I give rappers. that to you. Girl, um, I can. From 2000 my, to, wait a second. What? From 2000 till now, give you give me your top five rappers. You know how many rappers we went through from 2000. I didn't to say now. all of them. I said your top five. I can I give you my top even, five. I don't think I can. Now give you my one, top five. I don't really fuck with no more because he lost his mind. But it was Bob. That's who I just like. Bob oh, just on some stupid. Bob was yeah. amazing. Yeah, he yeah. You know, by the way, side Bob, Wale, J Cole, Kendrick, and. Hmm. Now, are you you're saying 2000 or 2010? 2000 till now. Do you do realize 2000 we were we were kind of young? Oh yeah, I meant yeah. You sorry, mean 2010? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I'm, I'm about thinking... to say if you say 2000s and you don't say Ja Rule, we got a problem. Oh Ja Rule, Nelly, even 50 was flames exactly. back then. First well, off, the, you're right. You're right. That's 2000. You're right. You're right. My bad. If you mean 2010 to now, I meant 2010. Yeah. To be so, honest, I'd even put Soldier Boy back in two thousand because he he was hot. He was hot, but he, I I'd never call him my favorite rapper. Um, oh yeah, I did say favorite. Yeah, my bad. Yeah, he was hot though. But oh, okay. Um, Smurda. No, this is this is really tough for me. Oh, I needed a fifth. So there, I said uh, Wale, Bob. Unfortunately, he has to go by the wayside. J Cole, Kendrick, and my fifth big crit. Bam. Okay. Um, J. Cole, mm-hmm. Kendrick Lamar. Mm-hmm. You're tripping because you didn't say Drake. And Drake, mixtape, Drake, So Far Gone, Drake, Ransom, Drake is beastie. Mm-hmm. I'll yo, let you get out your five and I'll tell you why I didn't sa- say yo, Drake. Yo, if Sasha was on this, like, I'll I... let you get out your five and no. I'll tell you why I didn't say Drake. Okay, okay. So we can, we can do that. That's three. Um, Wale. Mm-hmm. And who would I put for number five? Um, oh, I can't even think of a fifth. Well, I, I can think of multiple fifths, but who would I put in that spot? I don't know. I can, I'm giving you four right now. I'm giving you four. You gotta give me time to think about a fifth. I, the and, reason why I didn't wait, say... Okay, okay go, ahead, go, ahead. go ahead. I was just gonna go back to Drake real quick. 
um recent drake like views and um god's plan oh, man. it's cool um but those aren't the albums i'm referring to as far as drake goes i'm talking about so far gone i'm talking about october's own like when he first came out drake on replacement girl drake on ransom yo ransom was me and sasha's favorite song freshman year do, 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 like do, 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 we've one? got yes we've got such issues because <laughs> Oops, we, I mean oh food. i wish Red sasha Wayne's was on this on this um recording because Wait. me and sasha used to double team and i used to be drake and she used to be lil wayne Ooh, he said, <laughs> and no, I'm i do a... all the words he said um no, I'm a Fuck you, running. pussy ass nigga. You should do you. You ain't heard of me, then you should go and you get, go a blues get a blue suit. Oops, I mean a red suit. Wayne's hair suit. Betty felt that like the N double poo cube. Yeah, uh, that was mine. That was mine. Yeah. And I ain't banging. I ain't waving no flags. I'm ATF and I ain't waving no badge. It's heartbreak, Drake. I hate to see him so sad. Yo, I used to love that song. And Y'all don't want to put me on the Drake. I remember you and yeah. Sasha Lee put me on the Drake yeah, and Artist. Because Ransom was our song, and then Sasha would come through with the um. I remember I came her. downstairs, and y'all was probably like, who was that? And they're like, Drake. I'm like, Drake. Yes, girl. Drake. I am. <laughs> <laughs> Right, and yo, like the nigga from uh the nigga from the grassy, I was like, fuck out of here. <laughs> yo, I love yo. Like, Aubrey Graham is a man. Like new Drake, he's so he's very handsome and you know his music is cool, but that's not that's not why I fell in love with Drake. Same thing with Nikki. Like new Nikki, I I don't like. But yeah, I'm telling you, you give I, me I said, some sucker free Nikki. Yeah, matter of fact, there you go, bam, Nicki Minaj, right there, top five. Mm. Cause you give me sucker free Nikki, some itty bitty piggy, some um super freak, um, what else? Um, good lord, I'm not a Nikki fan, so biggest boss like yo mixtape Nikki, itty bitty piggy. That's why everybody loves that song. Amazing. And then yo Nick, cause Nikki used to. I told you my favorite verse from Nikki, period, is her verse on Monster, but that's just me. Her greatest verse of all time. Like it gave you, th- there's been Pull no bar spit. Put up in the on the on the mobile. First of all, like, this is how you know the song you. was BC because she was on a song with heavyweights. You're on a song with Jay Z and Kanye, and nobody can remember Jay Z's verse. Can't. The only part you can remember off of Kanye's verse is um the part where he goes. He says um. I put that pussy in the sarcophagus. Now she's saying that I bruised her esophagus. Esophagus. That's the best. The be- that's his best part. But then you get Nikki's entire verse, and Kanye even said it. Everybody kept telling him, "Don't put Nikki on the song. Kanye. She's gonna steal the song. She's gonna steal the song." And he was like, "That's why he wants her on it because he wants people to see what she can do." And when I say bodied yo shorty no she bodied that that bodied was her best, that verse. Her her best, best verse ever because she gave you level she gave you the she gave you nikki like that she bodied she, yeah. that um but you know i still gave who i gave oh um but actually if you want to go back to 2000s i can say my no, favorite we can't, go, we can't go back to 2000s we can't because <sighs> that's way too much it's too much because okay i have a question for you one, yes and this, and this is, and this is why Eve is my favorite female rapper. Period. Because people always want to compare Nicki to Kim or Nicki to Foxy Brown, mm-hmm. but they never compare to Eve because people ain't stupid. 
who do you think Eve would win? Was a different, Eve was a different um type of rapper. That's like bar for bar. Who do you think would be Nikki or Eve? Eve. Okay, good. Eve was well. You know what? But at the same time, it's it's different. Um, they were different styles. Eve was a storyteller. Nikki does more of metaphors without a cohesive story. So it's like you would have to compare like Missy, who was a storyteller, and Eve. No, you can't. I could never, because Missy is one of my top two artists of all time. If you know KG, then you know it's Lauren Hill and Missy Elliott. My top two. My ultimate top two favorite artists. Uh, Period. Period. And I'm not even talking about genre. I'm not even talking about woman. I'm not even talking about rapper. My two favorite artists, period, are Missy Elliott or Lauren Hill and Missy Elliott in that order. Um, my favorite artist of all time. It's, it's easy. I feel like everybody should know it's Amy Winehouse. Of all like, time? Of all time. Of all time. Wow. I wouldn't even expect it. I wouldn't even, I wouldn't have never said that. Who'd you think I was going to say? Chrisette Michelle. Chrisette's best work of her first two albums and everything she's released after has been like a disappointment. Well, she's saying for Trump, so nothing she's going to do is going to be blessed. Okay. Well, the music that even came before her singing for Trump, she had two albums that were released before then. And I didn't like them. Her her freshman and sophomore albums were everything. And uh, I love her. The reason why I love Chrisette so much, though, is because she studied jazz at Fivestown. So she has her degree in jazz, which is why I like her music so much. Because there's so much jazz influence in her melodies. So, yeah. But her music has been different ever since she's become an independent artist. And I don't like it. I like that she's, you know, as a musician, you have to you know, say big ups to you for going independent and doing your thing and trying to find your way. But at the same time, I know what I like from you. Like, you know who I really loved when they came out? Elle Varner. Because she had heavy Bruh, she, jazz Where'd influence. she go? Where the heck did she go? I don't know, but she had heavy jazz influence. And I freaking love... Can I loved, get a refill? Not even just refill. Like, sis... This whole first album was There was crazy. a song you know, about her being a fly on a wall. That shit was dope. I forget that yes. song. What was it called? Um, are you talking about Leaf in Your Pocket? L. Varner. Leaf in Leaf. Her, because her, her, first off, that whole album, Perfectly Imperfect, amazing. Oh! Perfect. To my surprise, <laughs> I just pulled up her name on Apple Music. She put out a new song this month, so I'll take a listen to that when we get off of the line. You but wait. um, what's it called? No, perfectly imperfect was an amazing album. Is this a song? And she writes like sis is uh-huh. just amazing. She writes like she's soundproof room. I love like that entire <laughs> album from beginning to end is amazing. It is soundproof. Mm-hmm. Come on, come on. She's amazing. Soundproof. Yeah. So yeah, every every song on that album, it was eleven songs on the album, and they were all amazing. 
And Leaf isn't even the best song on the album. It's not. Soundproof Room is dope. But she really shows her behind off on um, Damn Good Friends. That song. That song. She sings her face off. And then she had like different messages. Like So Fly was about self-love. Like she... Elle had it. Like, I don't Grandma know what happened with her, but Elle definitely had it. Yeah, we want to go through this whole album. Yeah. Damn Good Friends is the one. There it is. This is Damn Good Friends. Mm-hmm. Condition. But she had such heavy jazz influence. Like, her melodies... Her syncopation, like, y'all had it. We took her for granted. I don't care. Baby, I'm yes. going. That's my song. I forgot all these lyrics. Yo, I'm about to listen. When we get off of this, certainly about to go to sleep listening to imper- Perfectly Imperfect. Elvana, come back to us. Well, we just saw that she put out a new song this month. I mean, this heavy. Yeah, girl. Those are not the words. Yeah. that one that one is like yeah no one of her most annoying songs to me but she kills that song really it's the really annoying had, i think it's annoying it, because banjo? they play it all the time huh not a banjo she had a uh a fiddle she had a fiddle on the song like who hears a fiddle now mm-hmm. only would it give it to you i don't blow it i'm nervous as hell i don't want to show no it's a dope song i just feel like it's her most played song and yeah, clearly, like, uh, refill has. And I, can I get a? It's just a lot. It's a lot. Twenty-seven million views. Yeah, refill is dope. And of course, you know her first. T Pain remix. Give it to you. Yo, she's dope. Okay. Elda, that's what we should have said doesn't get enough. Elda don't get enough props. Yeah, man. Elvana. Uh, what's another one? You know who else don't get her just due? Jasmine friggin' Sullivan, dog. Don't get me started. Jasmine gets more than enough due. Jasmine takes herself out the game. What? She takes herself out the game. We don't have enough time. I love me some Jasmine. She does not get her just due, yo. Bruh, I've never heard a person not talk about how amazing jasmine is she takes herself out the game oh jasmine doesn't feel like doing any music anymore so she's not singing yo her last album like first of all all of her albums have been amazing but her last Every album last one her last album was so fire and she i follow her on facebook i mean on, on facebook on instagram and she didn't bother to put forth the effort in promoting this album 
Like, Chaz, what are you doing, girl? You're killing me. But yeah, she's she's super I don't think dope. She get her roses, she's man. she's as big as she wants to be, and I think that's the dopest part about it. Like she she's in control of her fame, if you get what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Like, cause she she could be huge, but I don't think that's what she wants. Like she's where she wants to be musically. Like when she drops heat, or well, everything she drops is heat. But when she puts out new music, the whole world stops and absorbs that music. For as long as she wants us to, until she's done talking about it, and then it's like, okay, and it comes, we'll hear a song every now and then, like, oh, this is my song. Like, I think that's what she wants us to be like. But reality wow. show, her last album, her last album came out in 2015. I'm thinking it was just last year. No, reality show came out in 2015. Definitely was about to go down the wormhole of Instagram, the late night Instagram we, scrolls. Girl, we already went down the wormhole. So, For come real. on, let so, me get your, uh, your moment. Okay, so my keeping one hundred moment for the for the episode is when it comes to hygiene of the communal refrigerator at work, do not leave your nasty a kafilta fish or food period in there. Nobody wants all their food stinking, you're nasty, you're gross. Take it out, I say, and that's all I gotta say. Okay. Um my keep it one hundred. Uh, I don't even know where to start with this. Um, but I'm going to stick with the whole music thing. Guys, just be aware of the things that you listen to and the music you're ingesting. Like, I understand that we all like a good party song that, like, the bass is high and you don't care what they're saying. You just really love this song. But, you know, feed your soul. Listen to some music that you know, speaks to your emotions and how you feel and what's going on with your day. Like, music is therapy. Utilize it. You know, yeah, Tatiana is hot and Act Up is my song, but listen to something that talks to your heart, something that puts you in a good mood, something... I mean, granted, not to say that these songs don't put you in a good mood, but the whole purpose of music... It's a release. You listen to it to take you places. You Well, if they just want to be ratchet, then they just want to be ratchet. Well, you no, can't... I'm not saying, oh, I'm not saying that don't listen to ratchet music. You know, when you're in the mood, you're in the mood. But I'm just saying, you know, there's so much music at arm's reach that you can, you know, listen to and devour. Get get your ears onto something good, something that really talks to you, something that moves you and motivates you. That's what music is supposed to do. Like every mood that you have, there I can guarantee you there's a song, there's an artist, there's a genre that speaks to it. Like allow allow yourself to express and feel through music. That's all. Mm-hmm. But Agreed. also act up, you could get smacked up. Cause stripes on my ass, so he called it Black Tiger. Exactly, exactly. Shout out to Shy Town Same group of yo. Let me tell you something. I'm so excited for Tempest's graduation because I don't want you to think that we take this group picture. Listen, we're gonna take this group picture, and I'm telling you now, my caption is going to be "Same group of bitches ain't no adding to the picture." That's it. I'm just waiting for it. I feel like we all should bring our, 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 our not a cap in gown, but just a cap, so we all no. can take like a graduation photo. No, because y'all tried to do it. Y'all talked about that for my graduation, and I wasn't with it. This is Tempest's house. You I didn't want, want it. I'm gonna ask exactly. Tempest. Tempest's not gonna be with it. This is Tempest's. You time. don't. 
not to outshine her, but just to take at least with our caps on. She has her cap and gown on, but we just have our caps on. No. I'll ask her. She might be with it. You never know. You mad corny. No. It's going to be cute. I'm going to ask You want to do something for Temp? Everybody dressing all white because, you know, Tempest is um, Lisa Ray Jr. It's going to be so Jr. difficult to find all white this close. Temp is Lisa Ray Actually, Jr. And this is the perfect time to find all white. I don't when know what you're talking about. start selling all white again? The end of April, beginning of May. But I'm not clean enough. I mean, I'm not... What's the name Whoa, of the dirty white? girl. Yeah, not even that. I'm like, ugh, white is, it's dangerous living with an all white outfit. I feel like when you have an all white, everything outside says she has an all white. Let's fuck it up. I feel like when you're 28 years old, you should be mature enough to wear a bomb ass all white outfit and not get anything on it. You would think, right? <laughs> uh, but yeah, so. Guys, it's been a pleasure talking music with you. This is our little music segment. Yes, so sorry, y'all. Honestly, <laughs> I can tell you now, anytime that <laughs> we pulled me this out and of KG, our hindquarters. <laughs> right, but anytime me and KG are going to be stuck to host a podcast for the week, I can guarantee you, you're going to get some good music. For, yeah. Seriously. So I hope y'all, actually, I'm a, I think I might name this, uh, this uh, episode Good Music or something music related. Yeah. We'll figure it out. But uh, so as usual, y'all, please follow us at Not From Concentrate Podcast on IG. That is Not From Concentrate Podcast on IG. You can follow me, your girl KG, at MissFinesse247 on Twitter and Instagram. Also, you can catch me on uh, my YouTube at All Day Finesse. Heidelberg, where can they find you at? You can find me. And say no, which one? That's what I was just about to say. <laughs> Come on, Nelly. Underlay, underlay, mommy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh oh. Um, <laughs> so, yes, my Instagram is B R A N D I. That's B E E A R E A Y I N D E E Y E. Um, or other Instagram, just, Braxton Cooks Prodigy. Right, though? <laughs> but, yeah, you know, hit me up. Sasha and Shay, we miss you. Miss we will guys. have an episode with all four of us. I keep saying I promise because it's coming, y'all. I swear it is. It was I almost swear. here, you know. It was, but you know, due to technical difficulties. Yeah, but you know, neither here nor there. Um, we love you guys. We Sasha love y'all. Be Shay. safe. Be blessed. We have love a great you guys week. that listen to us. You know, thanks for. You know what? I don't think we ever took the time out to really just thank the listeners. Like, thanks for coming yes, here and listening First to off, us. Just talk. Thank you. Thank you. For letting us be, be ourselves again. again. It's your favorite citrus sisters. Citrus sisters. Oh, if y'all, uh, we will be having a squeeze question. I know we have. We've been stacking on that this week. And if y'all want to ask us any questions, if you have anything you want us to help you with, yes, we're not therapists, but we know we do got some opinions on us. Please write us an email at notfromconcentratepodcast at gmail.com. The, I read the emails daily, so let us know. I hope y'all have a safe week, a blessed week. And yeah, peace out, y'all. Bye. Bye.